All right, guys. So uh, let me go ahead and turn off the uh, misfits Uh, here and uh, get back to you guys because we are in the truck and we are doing another exciting, fun-filled episode of Cleveland Moto Delivers. That's right. We're going to get all kinds of road noise in here for people who love the road noise. Uh, Not so much, but here we go anyway. Back of the truck right now, got a vintage Vespa and got a brand new Vespa, 75th anniversary edition. It's a terrible gold color that really didn't sell. Um, Kind of a bronze slash baby puke gold and I was never, never a huge fan, Take and I'm still never, never a huge fan. Uh, just not a great color for a bike whatsoever. So what I wanted to chat with you guys about, though, because it happens that, uh, boom, Continue it's springtime, and miles. everybody's coming out. Let me break it down for you real quick. Your battery is probably dead. I know, you don't want to hear that, but it's true. Your battery's probably dead. Uh, so this is the problem. Everybody's saying the same thing. Well, you know, I had it on a battery tender. And yeah, it doesn't care. Battery doesn't care. Straight up. Battery does not care. The uh, Here's the way they fail. And this is, you know, this is only, you know, 25, 30 years of experience talking. So take it with a grain of salt. Here's how they fail. The battery tender's looking for a number. The battery tender, the thing that you plug your battery in to keep it healthy over the winter. We're gonna get into that too. It's only looking for a voltage number. And most of these things are putting out a a rollicking 750 milliamps, three quarters of one amp. That's not much. That's just not a lot. Uh, It's usually in the form of a wall wart, you know, a, a black plastic thing you stick into your AC outlet. And what comes out the other side is give or take 12 volts. And that's about it. Until you get into the more modern Optimates. The Optimates that are out now have a built-in anti-sulfite setting where they go in and they'll be blasting your battery with somewhere along the lines of 15 and a half volts occasionally. And that will help knock the sulfites off of the plates, which will help keep the plates from shorting out against each other. And that's what causes you to really lose the amount of power your battery has to spare. Okay, now, Let's talk for a second about these chargers because we all know the thing, the Schumacher, the charger that has a picture of a car, a tractor, an 18-wheeler and a motorcycle on it. It has one switch on the front and it has a picture of a, uh, it'll have a picture of a motorcycle and it'll have a picture of a car and it might have a picture of a uh, something bigger than a car. The switch on the front only does two things. It does two amps or it does 10 amps. That's what it does. And it has the word automatic all over the goddamn thing. Okay. Now, that automatic may hold true if you're charging a big-ass battery, like the battery in your car. Now, if you are charging a small-ass motorcycle battery, uh, the automatic part means nothing. At no point does your motorcycle battery read heavy enough to tell that machine to shut off. That's where the problem comes in. I have seen no less than 100 times people hook these things to their motorcycle batteries and even when set only on two amps, burn that battery down. And I mean, just straight up, the case is the size of a small Nerf football. Uh, Does not matter, it is done, it is super dead so. That is what you're gonna get because that two amps 
keep in mind your motorcycle might be running on a 12 amp hour battery. If you have a Harley, it might be on a 20 amp hour battery. If you have a 150, it might be on a 7 amp hour battery. And if you've got a little Zuma Fun scooter, it's probably on a 4 amp hour battery. Well, very simple math. If you're charging at two at amps, right, and you're going for a four amp, uh, four amp battery, four amp hour battery, yeah, guess what? You can hook that thing up for two, two whole amps or two whole hours because anything over two whole hours is just going to be turning uh, your battery into a heat sink. And that's all it is. That's literally all you're doing. It's a heat sink now, and it is not gonna be any fun for making your bike start. Now, if you have that battery charger set to 10 amps, and let's say for the sake of argument, you've got a 12 amp hour battery in your moderately sized motorcycle, something around 700 or 800 cc's, you have that battery charger set for 10 amps, you hook that thing up. If you leave it on for more than an hour, you are probably only succeeding in boiling out the electrolyte that's in it. Now that's if you have a wet cell battery. If you've got lead plates with electrolyte around them, then you're probably just gonna turn that extra juice into heat and evaporate that uh, acid out through the caps. That sucks. And then you end up with a battery that's way super low. Why am I bringing this up? Because I just picked up a bike and the guy was so proud that he had it on a battery charger all winter long. And of course, being this is a lead acid battery, it has a semi-translucent case, uh, not quite transparent. You can see the levels through it though. And as I walked up to his bike and I could see the battery sitting there, I could see that the water level in the battery was all the way down at the bottom. And I said, water, I mean electrolyte. But yes, it was all the way at the bottom. There was almost no fluid inside this battery. Now, here's the sad part. I'm the guy who put a brand new battery in that bike in uh, September. Yeah. So I put a brand new battery in that bike in September. It was filled to the proper level. It was charged correctly. He took this thing home, according to the odometer, no kidding, rode it about 18 miles. And here we are, it's mid middle of April. I'm picking his bike up and there is no electrolyte in it. It is down to the very bottom. Now, yes. The charger he has it hooked up to, small, you know, about the size of three packs of cigarettes, uh, cord coming out each end, uh, the word Schumacher on it. And yes, it's a automatic two amp charger. There is nothing automatic about it. Unless it's hooked to a car, it is not going to get a strong enough pulse back from this little tiny motorcycle battery to tell it to turn off. And it you know, it brags to be a battery maintainer. Well, it's not a battery maintainer. What it is is a battery murderer, and it just boiled all the um, electrolyte out of his battery. Now, heartbreak of heartbreaks, that was like a $69 vintage bike battery. Ouch. And uh, he just paid for it in September. Ouch. Downside is he's mad at me, because I, somehow I did something wrong. But it really comes down to, you know, it's not printed on the battery, this information. He thinks he's doing the right thing. The charger he's using even has a picture of a motorcycle on it. But it's not gonna work. It's only going to do that. It's going to murder your battery. So, what the hell can you do about it? Well, let's talk about what type of things there are out there. If your charger's more than a couple of years old and it has the word battery maintainer on it, 
or battery tender or something like that. Uh, the very, very bottom of the barrel are the $16 ones from Hazard Fraught. You get those Harbor Freight chargers, 16 bucks a piece, and that's $16 too much. They've got a very rudimentary little chip in there. I've only seen them do two things, and that is completely cook themselves so they put out no electricity whatsoever. And they're totally useless regardless what the little light on the front of it says. The other way I've seen them go is that they go just full diode stuck on. And they go full diode stuck on and they melt themselves. They melt the case into a little puddle, which actually is pretty good because it usually happens before it can damage your battery and then you're only out the 16 bucks and you won't do that again, will you? So be aware of that. The second up the food chain is going to be something that's going to be like a Deltran battery tender. A Deltran battery tender, yep, that's going to be uh, pretty good. It's going to have a light that flashes three ways. Flashing red means you've got a problem. It's not hooked up or your battery is shit internally and it won't take a charge. Or its voltage is so low that it won't take a charge. You may need to put a little helper voltage into that to bring it up into that 8-volt window or so where it will start charging. Then it will go solid red. It's working. Then it will go flashy green. It's nearly all the way charged. And then solid green, meaning it's fully charged, and it's going into what it calls its float circuit. Now, I have seen these things straight-up murder batteries based on they will charge at that surface level, and you'll put a meter on there, and you'll be like, yep. 13.2 volts, this battery is good to go. And then you'll get the bad news, the harsh reality that you try to crank the bike over and you might get one honest to God crank out of your bike and that is it. You're not gonna get anything else. And so with that, I would say just be cautious uh, with those little devices. Next step, Optimates, 52 bucks give or take. Uh, I seen them at Walmart for 49 or 50 on sale. Now, when you're dealing with these, Here's the tricky thing with them. They're pretty magical. Now, the ones that just came out will do lithiums. This is my only caveat. If it doesn't say lithium on it, it doesn't have some sort of print in green on the case, it probably doesn't do lithium. And you should stay well away from it if you have a lithium battery because it's probably going to cause you damage. And you don't want that. The uh, Anything that charges over 13 and a half volts or so should be avoided. Uh, if you're using lithium. I, I don't recommend anything that goes over that 13 volt mark because you're probably going to have some uh, what they call a thermal event and nobody likes that, especially if your battery's in the garage and garages can be expensive these days. So next step, a multi-range charger. I don't care where you bought this. I don't care how much money you spent. 2 amp, 5 amp, 10 amp, and a 50 amp charge circuit. Um, these things are glorious at killing motorcycle batteries. Again, there is no way that you can set one of these that it will not overcharge a motorcycle battery. These are only to be used with extreme caution, even on the two amp setting. Remember, two amps at six hours, it's 12 amp hours. Please don't leave them hooked up, hooked up for more than that because even if you have an absorbed glass mat AGM battery, that's the black cases with the plugs that don't come out, even if you have one of those, this will probably cook it. And I mean cook it melt it down, puff out the case, etc. Now, why doesn't it boil out the uh, fluid inside of that one? Well, because the fluid was absorbed into the fiberglass mats, and that's why it doesn't boil it out. But it does destroy the mats, melting them and cooking them. I've taken them apart before. Um, if they don't die from sulfites, 
growing between the mats. They definitely damn sure do grow from, uh, die from the mats. Literally, they look like they're inflated. It's pretty, pretty wild inside. But then they touch each other. And as soon as they touch each other, that shorts out the cells. You lose the volts two at a time until you're down to nothing. It doesn't take long. Okay, that's the 251050. The 251050, again, big knob on the front or big switch on the front telling you all those things. Then the last of them is these uh, multi-bank optimates or multi-bank battery tenders that'll have uh, one plug going into the wall and as many as 10 plugs coming out the other side. For the most part, if these are Optimate or they're Deltran battery tenders, this is what shops use. When you come into my shop, you're gonna see this here hanging on the wall so we can charge you know, 10 batteries at a time. Here's what makes these different, why, they, why we're talking about them right now. These have somewhat of a manual setting. Uh, you can set them for a new battery, in which case it will acknowledge the fact the battery is brand new. It will give it some time to let that soak in. It will analyze the battery, and then it will start charging it, giving it a good solid charge prior to putting that battery into service. A battery that you've just you know, dropped the acid into in the case of a AGM battery, or maybe a battery that is a maintenance-free battery that came direct from the distributor already to go, but it's been on the shelf for a while. So. Then they have a two amp cycle and a four amp cycle. You can put them on there with wild abandon because they are designed for the motorcycle industry. They will regulate themselves. And I'm telling you, this is, and it's expensive. These are like a four channel or a 10 channel setup, uh, four or 10 batteries. They're expensive, but they do work really, really well. And you know, every motorcycle shop I've ever worked at has had one or two or three of these hanging up on the wall. Hard to go wrong with these. Now, a little reference to our friend Johnny Mac. Yes, the very best battery charger is a set of jumper cables and another good battery. Yep, it's absolutely true. If you do not have a fancy pants uh, battery charger of any sort and you don't want to go invest in one, you have a car. And if you have a car and you had a, have a set of jumper cables, you can, in fact, hook up your giant ridiculous car battery to your eensy peensy teensy tiny little four amp hour scooter battery and it will work because that's one of the magic things about electricity is your little battery will only take the electricity that it can handle when it is drinking through the straw of its own volition. It's not having the electricity forced at it. It is literally just taking it at its na native consumption rate, which means that that little battery will charge at its optimal rate. Uh, it seems hard to believe that something as simple as two copper wires could be the very best way to charge uh, a low motorcycle battery, but it turns out it really is. Uh, you can move battery chargers uh, if you have optimates or battery tenders maintainers you can move them around in your garage it's okay to put it on a bike get a bike up to a good solid level when it's in the float circuit having it on there for several days and then move it over to another bike and use the same battery device for four or five different motorcycles just constantly in rotation if you can remember to do that i don't think i necessarily can but that is a real thing and people do it all the time uh but this is the time of the year. I have had no less than 25 batteries come into the shop this week, and all the people swear that they maintained them perfectly. I believe in their hearts they think that's the truth, but I can tell you that it's probably not exactly the case. I've even had a couple of mine go dead, and I know exactly why they went dead. I know where I failed. But that's really what it comes down to. That's the nature of this season. 
Here's the other thing. Smell your damn gas. If your gas doesn't smell like gas is supposed to smell, get it out of there. It is time to learn how to siphon. Uh, if you don't know how to do it, the first time is always a treat. Uh, after you have cancer, you'll thank me and say, I really didn't know how to siphon correctly, but it's all right. Watch a YouTube video. There's a couple of different ways to do it. You don't have to choke on gas fumes uh, or get a mouthful of 87 octane that's been in there for two years. But yeah, you can get the gas out of your gas tank and you can replace it with brandy new fresh gas, which is probably the best thing you should ever do, especially before running the bike if your gas smells bad. Uh, it's The stuff that's coming to the shop is is just awful. And it is always the case where somebody goes, you know, I that gas is from last year. You know what? There's a chance that gas might be from last spring. That gas is could even be a year old. Uh, and if it's a year old, it's not really gas anymore. It's not going to run your bike correctly. It's going to cause more harm than good. So get it the hell out of there and uh, use it to light the bonfire. Don't use it to uh, try to make yourself go down the road. You will only invite problems, especially if you have a carburetor. All right, that's it. I hope you get, uh, I hope you picked up what I was laying down. It's just quick. It's meant to be uh, fast information as I'm driving and getting closer and closer to home every minute. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed it. As always, remember to ride fast and take chances.